what I've seen is that the impact of, of being in community and creating work in community means that that you're you're taking on the role of the mentor and the mentee constantly. Within community, you're kind of going back and forth with sharing your wisdom and then and then being refueled by the wisdom and support of others. Hello, radically loved one. I am so excited to announce a couple of fun events that are happening next year because I am excited for 2019 to be <laughs> to be done. So looking forward to 2020, we have two big retreats coming up next year. The first one is in Scotland and that's in May. I'm excited because Tori is actually going to help me facilitate that one and it is finding your life's purpose. So if you've ever been curious about discovering what your dharma is, what your purpose is, or you're just looking for a different career change or you're wanting to figure out what your highest purpose is, this retreat is for you. We spent a week in this beautiful estate, the Dunsky Castle is close by and we get an opportunity to just sit in circle and talk about the different things that create your specific medicine and purpose. And the next retreat we're doing is next summer and it's with international yoga. It's the art of intention. It's a yoga and meditation retreat and it's the first time I'm doing a retreat in Hawaii. We're going to Hana and you can get more information by going to internationalyoga.com. If you register before the end of November, you can still qualify to get $400 off. This will be the third time I'm doing this particular theme. It's been two years since I've done an Art of Intention retreat, and I know that we're gonna get a really incredible group of people gathered to set a powerful intention, to get really clear and realign with what it is that you wanna achieve in life. So two big retreats next year, two different opportunities to get together and to actually be able to work closely and have a really incredible transformative experience. And if you can't join in person, there will be several opportunities to work with me online. Just sign up for my newsletter so you can be the first to know to register for a couple of online offerings that we have rolling out here in the next couple months. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Radically Loved Radio. I am so excited to be joined today by a very special guest. I've been trying to get her on the show for a long while now, and I'm so excited to finally have her on. Grace Kravinger is here today, everybody. Hi, everyone. So happy to be here. I'm so glad that we got this time together. I know, me too. And I will just start by saying that Grace is one of the most inspirational people that I know. What she has accomplished in her life has been so monumental. Um, what she does with um, cultivating a space for powerful and creative women to come together and just create a supportive community for uh, women of, of all backgrounds. And um, aside from that, we have a very special bond because of how we met. And um, I'm just, I'm so excited to have you, Grace, on the show today. 
such an honor to be on the show with you and to get to spend any amount of time with you. I just love. Well, so for the people that are watching this or listening, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. Um, I'm the founder of The Hivery, and The Hivery was one of the very first female-focused, female-fueled co-working spaces in the U.S. I started The Hivery five years ago in Sausalito, California, just north of the Golden Gate Bridge. And I started it as a bit of an experiment for a need that I was feeling, a need for space and community that had creative energy and kindness and, um, and beauty. And I started in a very small space in a loft in an art gallery. It was a bit of a question mark of like, am I the only one that feels this yearning for a different way of working? And it was a resounding yes. I outgrew that space. I've been in a space in downtown Mill Valley in Marin County for the last three years now. And then we're continuing to grow and opening in San Francisco in um, October of 2019. Yes, which I'm, I've been to uh, your first location, right? The Mill Valley one's like the first one. Yeah. It is such a great vibe. It's such a great space. And I was um, honored to speak at last year's The Hivery event with Marie Forleo, uh, Tara Trent. There was, I mean, there was just, I can't even name, there was so many people there. And I was like, I, I still was in awe that I was able to present at the same event that all these people were. And the fact that you were able to bring everybody together was so incredible. Well, and you really, I mean, you're such a great example of what it's all about because what was so special about what you did that day was to really share your story and how you got to where you are and what evolved and what life experiences and wisdom kind of meant like did that inner mentoring of what you should do or what you could do and what path you would take. And so I feel like you sharing your story that day is such the epitome of what the hybrid is about. So you really yeah. got to feel and be an example of why we need spaces like the hybrid. So it's, it's not just about workspace. It's about being able to share our story and grow our story um, in the, in witness to each other. Yeah. Why do you think, community building, especially for women, is so important? I mean, there's a, there's a couple reasons. One is that I think that our inner critic and our voice of self-doubt gets pretty fierce and fiery when we're alone. So I think when we're in isolation and we're at our home offices or we're, um, you know, we're not surrounded by that community that we may have had in other parts of our lives, you know, I, I think that that can create a pretty loud voice of self-doubt that tells us that we, you know, that we can't, that we can't go after our dreams, that we can't create meaningful work, that we're not up to the job, that we aren't qualified or like all the naysayer that comes in, in our inner voice. I think it's much more active when you're alone. And when we're in community, we not only, um, what I, what I've seen is that the impact of of being in community and creating work in community means that that you're you're taking on the role of the mentor and the mentee constantly. So within mm. within community, you're kind of going back and forth with sharing your wisdom and then and then being refueled by the wisdom and support of others. And it makes a huge difference in the way that we create work. And then I, I mean, and then on top of that, like you know, when we start like any, like any community, when we start pooling our resources, it's that idea of like the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. So, you know, we have members at the hybrid that figured out what they wanted to do, like 
you know, I'm thinking of a woman that hadn't worked. She'd been raising her kids for 10 years and she hadn't worked and she was trying to come, come back and make a reentry and figure out what she wanted to do. And, and she not only clarified what she wanted to do, but she built that business, hired the vendors, hired the people to like photograph her website, build her website, mm-hmm. all at the Ivory. And then her customers were from the Ivory. So that created this within the community, you get the strength of the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And that enables pretty powerful change. So. Yeah. Well, and I, and you can definitely feel that just meeting all of the incredible women that were there, you know, I, when the day before the our, the high, the, um, the hybrid event, yeah. uh, the lab, the um, it's our entrepreneur our lab, annual entrepreneur and inspiration lab. Yeah. It's yes. amazing. So we, there was a, an event held at the hybrid, the workspace, and I got to meet a lot of the members there and just hearing everybody's story and feedback and, um, admiration for you and the space that you've created for them was so just impactful. And it just left me feeling with this, this sense of having that desire and needing that. And, you know, there is, um, there's many great places to be able to do that, um, that kind of work. But I feel like what you created there's that like there's some special sauce there yeah I mean I think that there is you and what do you think that special sauce is I mean there's a couple things I think one thing is that at the very basic premise of the business I always say like we are a co-working space if you're looking for a description but the co-working space is just transportation for something that's much deeper. So I think part of the special sauce is the acknowledgement that if we're only creating space, even if it's beautiful, um, it's not enough. It has to have this deeper meaning, this deeper metaphor of, of the space being a vehicle for something aspirational for the individual that comes into the space. So I, I look at it as like a space is expansive and light and art filled and, creativity filled and energy filled, but that's a metaphor for the inner work that we're, we're doing as individuals that are in the collective putting out this meaningful work. So if each of us have this unique path and this unique ability to, to provide our wisdom and our skills and our talents, the, the space becomes a vehicle for that. So I think the part of the magic sauce is knowing that the space is just transportation. Like we're actually doing some powerful work on the human being. And that, and I say that consciously of both the individual being able to show up as she is for who she is, like, and not have to pretend to be anything and, and not have to pretend to have it figured out and that open heart and showing up in that way. And you put that in a collective, it's, that's the magic sauce. A quick message from our sponsor. If you're looking for a nutrient system that truly embraces and complements the mind body balance in a holistic nurturing way, then wellness kits from Uveda are your natural answer. They're created with the help of naturopathic and Ayurvedic practitioners committed to the healing traditions mantra of purity and harmony. These top quality ingredients are handpicked and refined in a way that preserve utmost quality and potency. Discover a wide range of formulas that deliver essential fatty acids, herbs, probiotic strains, and enzymes to help support your health and wellness needs. Whether you're looking for a natural detox support, a gentle digestive aid, 
soothing probiotics, or a formula dense in vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants, you can be assured you're getting only the best natural healing remedies for your body. Go to uveda.com, that's Y-O-U-V-E-D-A.com, and enter the promo code ROSIE, R-O-S-I-E, for a special discount on your first purchase. Having it be supportive women as well, you know, because we're not raised to, well, both you and I, we were raised with sisters. So, and I want to talk about that a little bit. Um, but we're always, especially in the working uh, field or the professional field, it's a very patriarchal and it's very competitive and cutthroat. And in a sense, we, we forget that utilizing, uh, partnerships and forging these bonds as support we can go further together as opposed to to creating this space where you feel like you have to do everything it's like you have to do the photography you have to you have to edit your all of your stuff you have to and it it, all this onus falls on you and in a sense you you cut yourself off from the ability or the opportunity to continue to grow even further than you can imagine absolutely I mean, the, the, the power and impact that's created when we, like, again, when we join forces. So it's that whole idea of, like, um, you hear this phrase a lot, like, kindness over competition. And I remember when I first had kids. I, I have two teenagers. Um, and when I first had kids, I remember my husband and I talking about, like, what do we want for these kids? Like, what do – and, you know, you think about all the attributes that you want in a person. And the thing that kept coming back to us is we're like, we just want to create nice people. We want to create kind people. And I, my business is the same. Like I, it was so important to me that we could create a community that wasn't just about the network or about the, you know, about all the powerful, incredible work that these women are doing, which they are, but can we do that in a way that's layered in kindness and support and what happens, like how powerful would that be when we bring in the value system of kindness and creativity and collaboration and what happens then? So it was reimagining because you're absolutely right. Like in so many of the work environments, it is, it's not just patriarchal, but it's built in a way um, that's meant to be very competitive and comparison based. And I really wanted, I, I wanted to dismantle that. I wanted to reinvent the way that we look at creating work that really is about like what happens if as human beings, kindness is the connection. Yeah. It doesn't mean you can't have a viable business and be kind. It's actually, you absolutely can. So the hybrid was a way to prove that. Yeah. So so how has it for you, for you personally in your life, how has having this community of women helped you? Endlessly. I mean, from like the mushy gushy stuff, like inspiration, like I get that all day long. I get like moved to tears multiple times a day by what people are creating and discovering inside themselves and putting themselves out there in a way that they didn't even know was possible for themselves, you know, inside. So the inspiration is, is unbelievable. And like you, like I hear women's stories that I are just moving and resilient and extraordinary. And then there's the tangible piece of the way that my life has changed to be, to learn from so many extraordinary women, to, um, to be able to be like a sponge connector that, you know, that, that meets all of this incredible expertise and is able to bring it towards uh, 
work and profitable business for them. I mean, I want, I want our members, our community to create value in their lives and to see that in action. It's been life-changing. So it's, it's both the inspiration and then it's the practical of like, wow, we can build an extraordinary business on something that, that I've been yearning for and craving probably my whole life. It yeah. just, you know, so it's, it's both. It's a kind of brass tacks. Yeah. What do you think? One of the things that I, I wanted to ask you, and this was before, especially being around women who obviously when they show up to the hierarchy, they've already taken that step. They've already overcome the, uh, the fear obstacle of like, what do I have to offer? Or I'm insecure of going into the space. There's going to be other women that are more successful. Like they've already made that, that push. But for the, the people that are listening to this, in particular the women that, that feel a sense of uh, inadequacy or don't feel like they're at a place yet to go find this community. And you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Like, what would you say to those women that are listening to this right now? I, I mean, it's at a very basic level, like showing up in any capacity is life changing mm. and not showing up is being stuck. So, so often I hear, and this isn't just women, this is human beings. Like yeah. we, we get into the, like the transition or the, like we're kind of in the gray area between chapters and that creates this feeling of like, who am I? What am I about? What am I doing? What can I do? I, again, inadequacy times in really loud when we're alone in our thoughts. And I've noticed this at the Hybrid, you know, sometimes I'll have people come and say like, I looked at your website for two years before I finally had the guts to come. And and I've realized like it's, that's part of my job is to break down that barrier to make sure that people know, well, we show up in any way, the smallest step, even showing up to an event that's outside your comfort zone or reaching out to someone via email that's outside your comfort zone. Those small steps lead to extraordinary leaps. You know, it's the baby steps that add up to the big stuff. And I, I think raising our hand and, and remembering like we have this one precious life and it's short and waiting around for everything to be perfect and to be ready, probably not going to happen, you know? So it's like really finding that gumption inside to say, I'm going to show up even if it's small and see what happens and follow that song. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that that's, that's totally right. That's really great advice to give, especially, I mean, if people are listening to a podcast like this or they're, they have already just even the curiosity, I think that, following that is, is going to make leaps and bounds in on your route to creating a new paradigm or, or mm -hmm. just creating something new in your life. So it matters. I, I, I want to just add to that really quick because sometimes that feeling of being stuck can feel stagnant. And I've mm -hmm. actually found that when we feel stuck, there is an energy. Like I always think of being stuck as something that happens right before the explosion. And I mean the explosion in a good way. Like it's like that energy is pent up and ready and needs to be let out towards, you know, towards that, that thing in your gut that you're yearning for in, in whatever that, like whether it's creating meaningful work, creating art, whatever your impact is, when you feel like the unknown, that feeling of like, I don't know which way to turn, that's actually a collective energy that needs to be released. And when we can release and follow that, that's when all the good stuff happens. We're like waiting on the other side. And what we really need to do is, is go toward that energy yeah. Toward feeling. Yeah. What has been your biggest lesson as a mother that you've learned 
and that has impacted your way of being out in the professional world? Mm, I mean, so I think I've learned so many lessons from my teenagers. I mean, the biggest (laughs) being a parent to teenagers puts you up against like you, you're faced with everything that you're working on as a human being. So the tension in a parent teenager relationship is often like the, again, it's, you know, we've heard this before, but it's the mirror. It's the mirror of like, Oh, here's, here's what you're working on. Oh, there's your, there's your weak spot. There's your insecurity. Um, so I've learned, I, I mean, and I've also learned that a good sense of humor goes a long way because because there are pieces of it where it really shows you, you're like, oh, right. That's, I've been working on that my whole life. <laughs> and they're like, there it is. There, there you have it. So, um, and then, you know, sometimes as a mom, I feel like I kind of need to listen to my own advice because I tell my kids all day long, it doesn't have to be perfect. Like, you know, we're all a work in progress. And then sometimes it's those very same things, those same lessons that, that I'm taking in and internalizing for myself too. You know, we teach what we need to learn ideas, right? Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's I say that all the time. I think that's the, the biggest lesson, especially people out there that are in, um, on the platform of being a teacher or influencer or they're somebody, an expert that we are all still learning. And I feel like, you know, be wary of the people that say they have all the answers. And it's like, I, I, you know, I talk about creating a business, whether it's my process of creating the Hivery and or the many, you know, entrepreneurs and artists that I, and creatives and, you know, people across all industries that I've met along the way, that for those of us that are willing to take on that process as a, as a creative process, an artistic process, that says like, it's not about just this black and white outcome. It's about the, the desire to be in the process of the unknown. Like it's like, you don't come to a canvas and know exactly what you're going to paint. And you don't come to a business and know exactly what you're going to build. Like being willing to go into the process is, I mean, I think it's part of the human experience. And I feel the same way about being a parent, you know, I'm like, knowing that I'm never going to just have this thing nailed. It's always going to be, there's, I'm always going to be evolving. They're changing. I'm changing. The challenges are changing. I'm never going to say like, I got this all figured out. It's always being willing to be in the process. Yeah. You know, and, and that's one of the things about you that I admire the most. It's like throughout all of the processes that you've gone through with business and your personal life, like, being able to keep this attitude and this energy of like positivity and optimism and just the, just that momentum to keep moving forward. How do you do that? I don't always do that. (laughs) I mean, I as human as the next person. So I, I mean, I do think about, and I know that these, this is part of your teachings too. Like, um, I know that there's things I can do that put me in the best emotional state that I can, you know, that I can ask for. And within that, there are going to be peaks and valleys. Certainly I've had, you know, I've had some pretty serious valleys, (laughs) you know, there's been some as uh, in the last five years of building the Hivery, you know, I've had some incredible personal loss and we can talk about this more, but um, you and I met through my sister, Maggie, who, well, I know that we'll go into this, but she 
died at 34. She died last year of breast cancer. Um, you know, she was my best friend. It was so crushing. It is, you know, grief is, a, you know, could be a full-time job. And to be able to, to, you know, to be able to continue to, to, to be able to get out of bed sometimes was a, you know, was a challenge to be able to show up to my business and be the person I wanted to be. It, it took and takes because it's not in the past. It takes thoughtfulness. I know that there's certain things. If I meditate every morning, I'm going to be able to handle things better. Do I meditate every morning? No, I you know, I'm not there yet. I'm not. So I, I do my best to put together the formula that makes me my best. And then I know that within that I'm a human being and I, I'm going to have my ups and downs. I'm going to have times that I feel more resilient than others. I just know that there's pieces that make it better. So meditation makes it better. Nature makes it better. Um, connection and relationship makes it better. Uh, walking movement, dance makes it better. Um, do I do all those things all the time consistently? Sure. Don't, you know, I like, I, I'm a human being, but I, I've learned a lot about the emotional fitness and the emotional resilience and what factors into that, you know, the things that help. There's things that help. Yeah. It's not a perfect formula, but there's things that help. So. Yeah. Oh, no, I love that. And it's like, we, yes, as, as Grace said, we, we did meet through Maggie, her sister, and um, without us both getting emotional, because I feel like it's still like it happens every time. Um, right. I look at you and I get tears in my eyes. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, it's good. Like loving tears. It's good. Yeah. We, we forged a very special bond because before uh, Maggie passed away, the months preceding, uh, almost a year, I think, no months. Was it almost a year? Like 15 months ago. Yeah. Uh, we had, you know, we were doing, we were doing some work together and, uh, Maggie is an incredible light still. And, um, she was so resilient and so connected and so open. And I feel like her courage in dealing with, um, being ill and in your courage in, um, continuing to keep that optimism, even in the moments where it wasn't. You wrote this incredible letter. Um, if you posted it on the blog, was it on your blog that you posted? Oh, yeah. yeah, I want to, I will uh, put a link to that on the show notes of this podcast, because if you want to know um, what happened, I, I, would, I would read that um, op-ed it was, so, it was so incredible. And for me, it took me like two or three days to actually get through it because every time I'd keep reading and I'd get like so emotional because it, it was uh, a very intense time. And um, uh, I'm like, for, and for, for the reasons that, that we all know, any, any loss is painful. Um, but this, this really created a, an opening, I think, in, in everybody who knew Maggie uh, and you know, we'll never, ever forget her. I mean, she, she will be with us forever. And, uh, it's interesting. I learned so much, even in the way that I met you, you know, I think sometimes for those of us that are like makers and creators and entrepreneurs and artists and the people that put ourselves out there in the world, um, 
it takes some learning how to ask for help. And I felt like I was drowning in like sadness and wanting to help my sister. And what she wanted was, and it was, she, she knew that her cancer was going in the wrong direction, you know? Um, and she, she had said, she's like, I've meditated for a couple of years, but I feel like I, I, I feel like I would like someone to teach me, to be my teacher, to guide me, um, to go deeper in this process because I need it. I need this right now. I, like I, she was like, I know that, you know, we didn't know at the time that she would pass, but we knew that she was, you know, she was in the middle of a, of a really intense battle and she wanted to show up to that battle as present and, and connected as she could. And I remember reaching out to, um, another high read member that we have in common. Um, yes, Tara Moore, who's the author of playing big. She's a member here at the high And I remember reaching out to her and, and what I love about the way that, you know, being able to drop all your barriers and boundaries and just say, I need help. I told her, I was like, I need help. I, I need help to be a good sister. I need help to, to get her the resources that she is looking for in terms of like a spiritual guide, and I need help, you know, I need help in making that happen. And I need help with in making that possible in a way that I can, you know, that I can be part of. And, and that's, she introduced you and I. Um, and so it, it, like, even that is an example of what happens in community of yeah. being able to stay at those vulnerable places. Like I, I want to be a strong leader, but I need help <laughs> and I'm hurting and being able to be honest in that and reach out in that way and have your community step toward you and, and help you and bring someone like you into my life and to Maggie's life. Um, you know, it was, it's pretty powerful stuff. It's not just a chance meeting. I yeah, think. no, I don't. Yeah. I don't think it was by chance. I think the way it all worked out, it, it was designed to happen. And, and again, like I said, I'm, I'm so grateful and it's made such a huge impact in my life. And, and to me, I just feel like it extended my family. You know, like I feel very much a part of, of you and your family and the Hivery and that community, that family. So it's, it's been just such a, an incredible joy to see the growth and to continue to see the growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously you and I can talk about this forever, days and days. <laughs> Um, but one of the things that I did want to mention and, and have us talk about a little bit is, you know, you and I, we live in two different cities and there's people that are listening to this from all across the globe. We have people that listen in Australia, people that listen in the UK, in Russia, in North and South America. Love, I'm so, I, I love that. Your message and your voice should be heard all over the world. So I'm oh, goodness. I know, I still am in shock that you guys are all listening. Thank you, by the way. Um, so for the people that are listening from all over and they don't have a Hivery space to actually go to, um, mm-hmm. what are some ways that they can begin to cultivate community on their own? Is there any resources? I love that. I mean, one, one thing through the Hivery, that comes to mind. So we started seeing that there was so much magic, if you will, like you, you remember you said the magic sauce, there was so much magic happening in terms of the connection and what happens when women support each other. And it was, I was seeing such a tangible impact that it's really, you know, it didn't feel good to keep it in the walls. Like it felt like it needed to come out that we all have this yearning this desire to create our next chapters and to not do it alone and to do it with the support of others and, and 
you know, how astounding would it be as humans if we could create these new chapters of meaningful work with kindness. I felt like that message resonated. Um, so what we did with the Hivery is we take all of our events and our workshops and our member directory and our community board, and we created a virtual membership within that. So if you're interested in being part of a community like the Hivery, you don't need to be here in Northern California to do that. Um, you could be part of it through our virtual membership and get access to all of our you know, speakers and workshops and events and connect with members all over the world. Ask questions, ask for mentorship, ask again, ask for help. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. um, share your victory, share your challenges. So through the Hivery, that's one way you can do it from wherever you are. I mean, in general, I feel like um, the significant impact of gathering together in this way, in a way that's centered in kindness, of supporting each other's work, that can be in a coffee meetup that happens once a month. Like when you do, when you create with the intention of, I'm going to put myself out there for another human being and create that reciprocity of like, I'm going to give in order to be refueled. Um, we can do that in ways big and small. We can do that in ways like joining the Hivery, um, but we can also do that by meeting at your yoga class and, you know, agreeing that we're going to spend, you know, once a month, we're going to, we're going to brainstorm about how we can elevate each other's work or how we can help to clarify each other's work or how we can just help each other simply. Yeah. Um, so there's, I, I, I really, I can't reiterate enough that the, the capacity for creating that massive impact that comes with community, it, it doesn't have to be a big thing. Yeah. It can be the smallest of, smallest and of thoughtful intention. Oh, yeah. so powerful. Grace, oh my God, I love you so much. Um, right back. So for the people that are listening or watching this video, um, where can they go to get more information about you and the Hivery and any future events that are coming up? Well, I would love it. You can follow us at The Hivery. So The Hivery on Instagram, The Hivery on Facebook. Um, and then visit our website at thehivery.com. And I'd love to, you know, I'd love to connect with you there. Again, we've got information about our virtual membership, all of our events, our big annual event, our launch celebration. We're opening on the waterfront in San Francisco at the Fort Mason Center for the Arts um, end of October. Cannot oh. wait. Uh, we're doing a big launch celebration weekend on November 3rd. If you're near San Francisco, you will definitely want to come. It's free. We're having incredible you know, speakers and experiential workshops. So we're just, I keep using that word that you used, but we're recreating that magic sauce or bringing that magic sauce into all of these different experiences. So new spaces, new events, all kinds of things. So you'll find all of that, you know, on Instagram, Facebook, at the Hyvery or at thehyvery.com. Cool. Yeah. And so for those of you listening or watching this, if you go to the info button, if you're listening on the podcast or if you're watching this on YouTube, all those links will be provided in the info section uh, to follow um, the Hivery and to get updated on all the events. Also, they have an incredible newsletter that I'm subscribed to. And uh, Grace always writes some very thoughtful and heartfelt letters to everybody to update you. And you don't get like spammy emails. So don't worry. It's very heart centered and um, very informative. So you can also sign up for that. Um, we also have, we just put this on our website. We're doing this free mini course called the five truths of transformation. And it's super cool. It's super cool. So it's on our homepage at the 
free mini course on five truths of transformation. And it's based on, you know, I'm in this really lucky position of seeing thousands of people changing their lives on a regular basis. And I started to see the consistencies of what creates positive transformation. So check that out. That's a really cool. That is awesome. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. So I have one final question for you. uh, And it's a question that I ask all of my guests and it's pertaining to why I created this podcast and why I called my business radically loved. It comes from this idea that we are all radically loved and supported by God, source, universe, whatever higher power that you believe in, that the universe works for us and not against us. So the final question to you is, how do you feel radically loved? Oh my gosh. I mean, I feel radically loved. I feel radically loved by people that are on this earth and the people that are not. You know, going back to our earlier part, I continue to feel radically loved by my sister Maggie, who is no longer on this earth, but still so connected in my heart. And I feel radically loved from my mom, who I lost eight years ago, um, who just, I just feel like I've got like my army of angels behind me, um, showing me the way. And then I've got my army of angels on this planet as well. You know, people like you that I've connected with that I feel like see me and hear me, um, like one heart to another my husband, my kids, my community, my friends, you know, I just, um, you don't make radical change and feel radically loved in this life without incredible humans around you. Um, And I'm really lucky that I have that. Wow. I love that. What a great answer. I'm like, oh, I love you. Um, Grace, thank you so much for doing this, for being part of our show and for allowing me to be a part of your community. You are such an inspiration and I love you so much. And I know that you know that. And uh, I'm just so excited to share you and your message with our audience. So for those of you that are listening, please stay in touch, share this episode with anybody who you think would benefit from it. And don't forget to subscribe, rate and review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast. On that note, thank you all so much for listening or for watching this video. We will see you again next week. Sounds great. Yay. Bye. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this, so please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.